Welcome to another edition of Highland Football Weekly with me, Ian Auld. A special edition of Highland Football Weekly because on this week's podcast we're going to preview the Scottish Cup third round. It's been quite a week in Highland football. We witnessed Brora Rangers cause an almighty cup upset, knocking out the eight times winners' hearts. And we'll hear from the trio of Andy McRae, Joe Mallon and Bjorn Wagner as they look to cause another upset when they face Stranraer this weekend at Dudgeon Park. This podcast normally comes in the guise of the HFL show but it would be rude to ignore the looming Highland Derby. Of course Ross County take on the 2015 winners Inverness Cali Thistle, the man who guided Cali Thistle to Scottish Cup success back in May 2015. John Hughes now in the home dugout at Ross County and he'll also be popping along to discuss the big one at the Global Energy Stadium on Friday night. But we're going to kick off with for Martin United's goalie Kevin Mayne who not only celebrated his 39th birthday last Tuesday but he was heroic between the sticks as Paul Lawson's men were victorious against League Two side Annan Athletic in the Scottish Cup second round. And they'll take on Motherwell. It comes no bigger than a Scottish Premiership side in the form of the 91 winners Motherwell. Now, just for context, this was recorded a couple of hours after we heard the news that the Highland League season had been halted and Brora were announced champions as well. So here's my chat with Kevin Main earlier today. Kevin, welcome to the podcast and uh, well, what a day you had last week celebrating your 39th birthday and becoming a, a penalty shootout hero. Oh yeah, thank you for having me on. Uh, like you say, my birthday and uh, what a way to through on penalties. Um, it was, uh, it was a eventful night, that's for sure. Spoke to Gary Wood last week um, ahead of the game and, and Gary was was confident that you guys could could cause an upset just because of the oh, when I say upset, you know, and not the league above. Um, yeah. We know the kind of the pyramid setup, um, so it, it was classed as an upset. But at the same token, I think Gary was confident you guys could could do the job uh, when yeah. you factor everything in. I mean, on a normal season, you would you would fancy for Martin at home against the likes of Annan in, in League Two, but you know, you guys showed that confidence that Gary talked about last week and went out and did the job? Aye, definitely. Um, to be honest, we fancy ourselves against anyone uh, at home. And it was one of that ones that um, we'd obviously seen on in his league form back in, I think it was December or January there last game. So then we were looking forward to the tie. But obviously with the pandemic and on hitting in and with a two-month break, we just weren't sure what sort of on inside we were going to get. Um, but like I say, Gary's confidence. I think the boys were confident getting into it and um, luckily enough we got through. Yeah, because it's a strange, well, it's been a strange season all round. Today, as we're recording this, the Highland League season's been halted um, and, and Brewer declared champions. But when you look at, I was going to say, the, the league season for, for Martin last year, uh, you know, if you can call it a league season, you know, you, you guys had good results in there as well. So you You'd have, I was going to say, you've had a good season, but you, you know what I mean. It's you've had a, yeah. a good, strange season, if you like. That's it. That's it. Um, at the end of the day, it, I think nobody can complain that the Brora is going to be the team in the playoffs. They deserved it. They should have got in there last year. Um, like, say, obviously, with everything that's happened, uh, we've been happy enough with our form. And it's just a pity that I think we played two league games in the end and maybe four or five cup games. So, like, say, we've had some good results. Um, but with the league finishing today, technically this is going to be our last game on Saturday if, if we didn't progress. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, the, the sides that were involved in uh, Scottish Cup action from the, the Highland League last season, uh, sorry, last week, they were beaten. Unfortunately, that's them finished now until 
uh, July, August, whenever we uh, were, were allowed to start back up yeah. again in terms of the Highland League. But you've got one go at it in terms of extending your season beyond Saturday. Uh, you take on Motherwell uh, this weekend. How excited are you to be going up against um, a Premiership side? Oh, it's it's great for, for the boys and the club. Um, it's nay every day, every week you get to play against a team of Motherwell's calibre. Obviously, they're a, they're a Premier League side and they're going to be coming out all guns blazing. Um, with the bro result last week, obviously the, the shock factor's kind of taken away from us a bit. I think that they'll just be coming out and trying to prove a point that obviously the, the Brora result was probably a one-off. You mentioned Brora. Obviously, we're, we're going to hear from some of the guys later in the podcast, so um, we'll, we'll talk a lot more about them. But in terms of that Brora Cup upset, I felt sorry for you guys because you know it was a fantastic result for you guys as well, beating um, beating Annan, a, a league side, to get that um, tie against Motherwell. And and yeah, okay, you know there's a there's every chance of an upset on Saturday, and you'll be you know hoping to hog the limelight away from the the Catex, if you like. Ah, oh, definitely. Um, like I say, we've got a chance. That's the thing. That's the main thing. We've got a chance. Um, if we can try and frustrate Motherwell, obviously, and then keep in the game, uh, and then hopefully we can pull off, like say, an upset of our own. Um, it's something that the boys are obviously going to have to try and work really hard to get. Because um, Motherwell, obviously, they're not going to take us for granted. And like you say, we want to try and try and extend our season beyond one more game. It's the Paul Lawson derby with uh, the manager having connections with Motherwell in his playing days as well. Um, when you look at Motherwell this season, obviously, you know, Motherwell have kept going all the way through. They've, they started the season back in August and, and haven't stopped since. Um, they haven't had a great season. Uh, they've obviously changed management uh, as well with Graham Alexander coming in as well. They've, they were at one stage kind of flirting with the, the relegation spots. They've kind of pulled clear. They've got a couple of good wins uh, away to Easter Road um, was it was a good win for them in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. They've, they've pulled clear a little bit, but you know they might be suspect as well. I mean that'll be I'm sure you know you guys have got nothing to lose this weekend, and it's just go out there and and uh, and see what you can do. Yeah, well, like I say, it's like a free hit for us. Um, all the pressure is obviously going to be on them. Uh, like I say, their league form hasn't been the best, but. Graham Alexander's come in, obviously, and like I say, they've picked up some good results. I think their last game, they obviously beat 4-1 away at Kilmarnock, so they'll be looking to put a few wrongs right um, and put on a good show. And the thing is, their fans as well, they'll be they'll be demanding a, um, a better performance from them and obviously to make a statement by coming out and to have a right go at us. It's something you mentioned fans there as well, because, you know, it's, it's just a real shame. It's, to, you know, I, I know that there will be you know, there, there'll be streaming options available, etc. But it's just a real pity that, you know, games like this, this is the, you know, these are the types of games that, that fans are desperate to go along to. And I'm sure, you know, the village would be, you know, so keen to to get behind the club as well. It's a real shame that fans can't get through the through the turnstiles this weekend. Definitely. Um, obviously, if the club can get it through the streaming, like you say, um, I'm not sure if I've agreed with anything like that already, but, it's just a shame for the fans. I mean, you've got your regulars who come every week, but even then, there's hardly any, like, well, there's no football, but for getting people back into the grounds, it'd be good, because I'm sure Motherwell would have taken up a good support of them as well. Um, and the thing is, it's, it's one of that, if you kind of get on pay-per-view, then obviously they'll be following it through like social media and that. So, like I say, it's just disappointing that they kind of share this game with us, to be honest. Yeah, well, probably, yeah, home fans... Um... I never really thought of away fans there, but you make a right a good point because you know Motherwell fans, I dare say, you know they've ever been to for Martin, you know, so yeah. it's a case of you know getting up to a different ground for them, experiencing a different club, and yeah, I never really thought yeah. of it like that. But you know, I'm I'm assuming that you know both sets of fans would have relished this one. Looking back at the uh, the the second round victory over. Uh, Annan, Kevin, obviously you yeah. had a big part to play in that penalty shootout victory um, because you guys actually went behind in the shootout, first of all, which is always a danger. Uh, but you yeah. be, you were the hero, you stepped forward. Um, I'm assuming that you're you're ready and willing and able to perform heroics once again this weekend. Oh, definitely. Um, I'd be delighted if I could take it to penalties. Um, like I say, the Annan game, I think, like you say, we missed first 
and then they've missed. Um, I think if, if I remember correctly, with them both scored our next penalties, and I think with them we both missed again. Unfortunately for us, uh, we scored on their their last boy put their penalty over the bar, which left Connor Gethins with the the jobber tucking it away for us. But um, like say, if, if we could get this game to extra time and penalties, we're we're doing really well on Saturday. As a goalkeeper, when you see you know your side miss the the first penalty, does that you know there's is that wee part of you that kind of goes right? I've got, a, I've got a chance here, you know. To we're we're one 0 down, if you like, you know. Okay, the guys can score all the penalties, but ultimately, I've got to to produce a save here. Does that is there, is there part of you that kind of relishes that if you know you see your side going one? Yeah. Just... I think I think it's one of those things that um, you've just got it in your mind. You, you you've got to try and save a penalty. You kind of really. Look, I, I tend not to look at the other penalty takers. Obviously, our penalty takers, because you're at the side, you didn't get a really good view of it. But before the, the penalty shoot, I was speaking to Paul Lawson and some of the players before they actually stepped up to take their penalties. And I said up when we were in the group, if we can score three penalties, I, I was confident. I told the guys that um, I would save two. And fortunately enough for me, I, I did save two and the third one missed. Brilliant. Well, Kevin, uh, of course, we, we wish you all the very best this weekend against Motherwell. There's three Highland League sides in, involved in the, in the third round. We'd love to see all three go through to the to the fourth round as well. Uh, I'm sure it's a you know a, a game that you'll be uh, relishing and 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 uh, and looking forward to. And you know, it's that old that old cliche, isn't it? The road to Hamden. But you know, if you if you could. Dispose of Motherwell in the in this round. Who knows what lies ahead for you and for Martin? Well, that's it. Like you say, hopefully the the three teams can can give a good account of themselves. To be honest, um, like you say, you've obviously got Brora, we've got Holmstrom Rar, and Fraser Brar at home and Montrose. So the three of us are all at home. And like you say, if I could all get through, but it was someone else for Highland League football. But um, as long as we put up a good show and uh, we work hard and try and make that upset happen well very best of luck I would love to see another Highland League side you know bloody the nose of a, of a big side and uh, and if you don't manage to do it enjoy what could be the longest pre-season I think ever well <laughs> probably since last year anyway that's for sure <laughs> yeah I know perfect thank you Kevin pleasure mate thanks for your time no body and thank you very much yeah thanks mate and all the and all the best I really hope that uh I'd love to see you guys do it on Saturday, that's for sure. Yeah, and all the very best to Paul Lawson, Kevin Main, and for Martin United as they take on Motherwell this weekend, looking to progress to the fourth round and cause another scalp along the way as well. It would be great for Highland League football to see another side progress at the expense of one of the big boys in Scottish football. Now on Friday night, Ross County and Cali Thistle renew their acquaintances. Of course, they've met each other a couple of times already in the competition. There's been some terrific games between the two over the years. Cali Thistle beat Ross County en route to the semi-finals back in 2019. And who can forget that infamous 3 all clash back in December 2012. Ross County believed... They'd won it, scoring late on to make it 3-2, but Richie Foran's nose equalised for Cali Thistle 3-0. We're hoping for much the same, of course, uh, this weekend as well, and I'm delighted to welcome John Hughes onto the podcast now. First of all, Yogi, we were talking about your, your love of the area uh, last time. How are you? Um, have you rekindled that uh, love of the Highlands? Yeah, yeah, but it's quite strange here because when... Last time I was up here, I was manage, obviously manager of Inverness and I stayed in the Black Isle and I fell in love with it. Fort Rose, Rose Markey, fell in love with it. I tried to go back to see if I could get a place over there again, uh, but I've landed on my feet. I've found a fantastic place in Inverness. So it's quite bizarre, you know, the two clubs, but a fantastic, a fantastic city, Inverness. Um, and great, great walking, you know, uh, plenty. Get yourself out there, fresh air, and good people. Uh, and I've never, you know, usually if you were manager of Hibs or Hearts or Celtic Rangers, you know, in two clubs in the same city, you would, you would get a bit of 
bit of grief. Not once, never had that. Just everybody wishing me all the best. I think the last time uh, when you got the job at Ross County, I texted you to um, to say, I hope you brought your bike with you. Have you brought the bike with you? The, the weather's getting nicer now. You must have been <laughs> back on the bike. No, it's, it's due to come up, actually, and I'm making plans to uh, to try and get it. I'm trying to go, maybe go down to Perth and hopefully my son-in-law will bring it to me halfway and I can get it in the car and get it up because, as you say, the weather's starting to change. And even now, I've not been on it for a while, but I'll need to break myself in and just build my miles up. But I was looking at that cycle for Inverness up that hill to Dingwall. And that's going to be some shift in the morning. But I'll get it done before the season. You know, probably t- what I'll probably look to do is maybe park up somewhere, somewhere around about tour, you know, tour services, and just cycle that, cycle up to Dingwall and then back into the car and then just keep adding a little bit on as the weeks, as the days and weeks go by. And hopefully by the end of the season, I'll be doing it two or three times a week, cycling all the way up to Dingwall and cycling back. Good stuff. Of course, I'm, I'm now working in Dingwall myself, and actually, I was I was noticing the the paths outside the road, and I thought oh, it'd be quite nice a, a walk, you know, a long walk home. But of course, it's perfect for cycling. Yogi, uh, as you, I noticed you, and I see I'm, I seen you up at Dingwall. I'm, that's what I give you a right. I seen you, and I turned right. <laughs> I seen you come. <laughs> I thought that was you that day. I'm not joking. I'll tell you, you're one guy I wouldn't have walked past you. I always I had a good laugh. Remember the times that we always had a right good spirit Absolutely. within the offices and all the staff. You played a massive part in that. I have to say that. No, no, absolutely not. There was great, great. Uh... Great memories, great times, and funny. I was, you know, over the last couple of months, I've spoken to a, a number of guys who you had under your, you know, your tenure at, at Cali Thistle, and we, we, you know, we reminisced about the the, the good times. Um, Highland Derby is is happening this Friday night. You're up against your your former club. There's a obviously, a, you know, the way football works, isn't it? You know, you won the the cup with Cali Thistle, now managing. Rivals Ross County. How much are you looking forward to, to going up against your, your former club this weekend? Well, first and foremost, it's great that the Scottish Cup's taking part. It's a massive the history of the Scottish Cup uh, in Scotland, you know, so it's great. Absolutely delighted. Um, and we knew it was on the cards. Really, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I've seen Inverness since I've been up here. I've seen Inverness four or five times. And I know there was a little bit of worry there. Uh, the league position, but even watching them, they, they were in a false position. It was only a matter of time. If you could get everyone injury-free, get them on the park, uh, you would soon climb up the league. And that's been the case. I was at the game on Saturday against Brough, and I've never been far away, Ian. Um, just a matter of getting everyone on the park, get a settled team, and get back to winning ways, and I've done that. So... You know, uh, I'll be looking forward to taking on Neil and Dodgy, two good football guys, uh, two good guys, a lot of respect for. And even at that, I wish all, all the best to to the other two, Robbo and Kells, uh, another two great football guys that, you know, just took the game at the moment for, for the health reasons. So we wish him a speedy recovery. But really, I'm looking forward to it. It's a great derby to be in. It's a great derby to win. The fans get the bragging rights. And I'm determined to make sure that, the, you know, we pick up the win and we're into the next round. Um, that's a disappointment that the supporters are not going to be there. But um, that didn't, you know, and we know what we're up against. There'll not be much between the teams, I have to say that. I'm, I've been very impressed with Inverness. There'll not be much between them and it'll probably be what happens on the night. What we have to do is we, the pressure's on us. No pressure on Inverness. We're, we're the SPL club. All the pressure's on us. They'll play with a free a free spirit. And we have to handle that pressure. But we've been doing that in the league. You know, we've come up with some fantastic results to give our chance or sell a chance to stay in, the, stay in the SPL. And it'll be like that on Friday night. So really, I'm looking forward to it. You know, can't wait, can't wait for it to come. In terms of, your, you know, your own club, um, you know, Ross County, you've had that wee bit of a break during the international break, no games, so it's kind of back in back in action on Friday night. And in terms of that, you know, the the, the, the cup football 
can add to the momentum. I'm sure you know you'll be looking to build momentum going into the final couple of games of the season. You know, try and get some consistencies together, and and that cup game might just help you. You know, achieve that. Yeah, one hundred percent. That is that's what we're sitting thinking in the office. And as I say, it's all hands on deck for now to the end of the season. Two big months in the history of the club, and as you say, it starts on Friday. And if we could, if we could win that and put on a right good performance, then once again, as you say, it's confidence, momentum, competition for places. Uh, so we want it, you know, we really do want it, and we owe it, we owe it to each other because. Since I've come in, I've had a great commitment for everyone at the club. And the players are a real, honest, authentic um, bunch of boys. Some of the stuff I'm seeing on the training pits, you stand back and go, yep. The problem comes a Saturday when we try to play with that freedom and go and express yourself. It's been a little bit, it's been a little bit sporadic. When we're good, we're good. You know, so there's been that inconsistency. And that goes right to the individuals, right to the sometimes a team, sometimes 45 minutes. Um, but if we could get the consistency, um, I'm quite sure I'm confident it, it could turn out a right good season. But it starts against Inverness. We cannot look any further than Inverness. And even there, you know, it was a, a good signing. Uh, Scott Allen for Hibs won. It, it was on our radar. You know, technically very good footballer. And we expect him to play on Saturday. You know, great experience in the SPL. So, yeah, we'll have to be at it, Ian, to, to make sure that we uh, we pick up the win and, you know, we're in the heart for the next round. And a strange kind of twist of fate as well. Obviously, you know, you used to be Inverness Cali Thistle manager, you're now Ross County manager taking on your former club. I'm just trying to think there. I should have done my research before I started this. You didn't lose at all as Cali Thistle manager at the Global Energy Stadium, or I can't, I can't remember any of the mm. yourself as Cali manager there. I'm sure the Ross County fans will. I can remember one Ian. I we always had a good record, but I can remember one. It was at the Inverness, uh, doing at home at Inverness, and we wore white strips. The league we were on a good run when we wore white strips. Uh, I think that was in the League Cup actually. Yeah. When the year Ross County went on to win it, that would have been sixteen seventeen if memory served me correct. So, yeah, I've always had a good record. So, But hopefully, as you say, you know, uh, my loyalty is 100% to the Staggies. You know, a right good club, good people. You know, you, you just... For the first week I went in there, I was made so, so welcome and you just want to repay that. Can you do enough for you? And I don't know if that... That's probably the, the Highland way. Um uh, so I'm really, really determined to make sure that uh, we beat Inverness and we're in the heart for the next round. We know what we're up against. They're a good side. They've got a little bit of everything, a little bit of experience, a little bit of physicality, um, good organisation, a little bit of youth in there with that youthful exuberance, you know, so a good, sometimes good legs here and there about the pitch. So we know what we're up against. Um, but what we have to do is we've been really regimented and what we do coming up with a system where I think it'll stick, if we can stick with it and get everybody used to it um, that could keep us in the SPL so it won't be too much different on Friday night um, you know it's just a matter, we're carrying one or two knocks but we hope everybody will be fit and we've got good numbers to pick from uh, and just bring a game on, I really am looking forward to it, I think Ross County you know, with, with the commitment and the effort and uh, and the community in Dingwall, I think they deserve, you know, Ross County represents that community and I think they deserve for us to give it our all, which we will do, and to get give the supporters the bragging rights. Personally, I was delighted to see the game being shown on, on the BBC because... You touched on it earlier on there. This is a game that needs the fact that you know the fans are desperate to go to. You know, of course, derbies uh, between these two are always spicy occasions. The fans are going to be a real mess, but I suppose the the softening blow is the, the television cameras there to capture the action. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. I'm absolutely delighted. Even when the draw come out of the hat, we were waiting on that one, saying this one has to be on television, and it's great. The BBC have took it on board. 
you know, I do a wee bit work for the BBC co-commentary when I was out there working. They're a good station, so they'll do the Highland football proud and it'll be, as you say, it'll be, um, hopefully it'll be good viewing. I'm expecting goals. I really am expecting goals. As long as we score one more than uh, Inverness, and I'll be a happy guy. But I think we're really going to have to be at it. I think it's Inverness's cup final. What have they got to lose? You know, they've picked up results lately. They'll be gone for that playoff position. Um, I think they'll get that. They're good enough to get that. That's for sure. No much between the teams. Their cup final, nothing to lose. They're in the league below us. All the pressure's on Ross County. I'll be making my players fully aware of that. And mentally, we have to be able to handle that and still go out there and play our football. And at times, as I say, if we're good, then I'm more than confident we'll, we'll get the win. But we have to be good to make sure that is the case. Yogi, as always, an absolute pleasure. Wish you all the very best. I'm, I'm looking forward to it myself. It's, it'll be a, a real good game, as it always is, between Cali Thistle and Ross County. And, uh, and thank you very much for your time. Cheers, Ian. Always appreciate it. Take care. Highland Football Weekly is proud to support local charity Mikey's Line, a charity based in Inverness, covering the whole of the Highlands. Set up in 2015 after a number of suicides in the area. People struggle on a daily basis with a multitude of of emotional and mental health difficulties, yet only a fraction of people are able to talk about it. And Mikey's Line are here to help. They run two services, a crisis centre with appointments and drop-ins available in Inverness City Centre, but their main service is a text-based support service, which includes SMS, text messages, Facebook Messenger, web chat and Twitter. If you're feeling like you need to talk to someone about your mental health, then do so today. Text 07786 20 77 55. That's 07786 20 77 55. They're also available online, mikeysline.co.uk. They're also on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as well. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. Always great to catch up with John Yogi Hughes. As I mentioned at the very start of the podcast, he was a guest on Highland Football Weekly at the start of lockdown, I think May, April, May time, and talked about his love of the area and how he was desperate to get back into the game. And I was so delighted to see him back in the Highlands, in charge, and of course at Ross County as well. And I wish him all the very best in his uh, in his fight against relegation. I hope he can keep the staggies up this season. Now, moving on to Brora Rangers. Of course, Brora Rangers have been, well, they're making headlines all over the place, haven't they? Because last week they, well, it's fair to say that they caused a, a really big cup upset, knocking out Hearts, who, let's be honest, were a penalty kick away from winning the whole competition uh, back before Christmas when they faced Celtic in last season's competition. So, And plus they were 19 runners-up as well. They've won the competition eight times before. Although they're in the championship, well, of course I'm biased. I would say they are one of the biggest clubs in the country. They are. And that's what makes it even more remarkable that Broda Rangers, the now Highland League champions, uh, knocked out Hearts last week. And they'll take on Stranraer this weekend full of confidence, hoping to prolong their season. Of course, they've got an extra game against Kelty Hearts to come, but hoping that they can uh, march on on the road to Hamden. And I was very lucky to be joined by Andy McRae, Bjorn Wagner and Joe Mallon, the club captain, this week. Well, it's fair to say this time last week, Scottish football knew about Borough Rangers. Not many people outside Scottish football in terms of around the country uh, knew about the club. Now they do because this time last week you guys uh, broke hearts. Of course, everyone connected to the football club uh, were heroic in that uh, 2 1 win over hearts in the Scottish Cup. Um, joined by three guys who starred in the 2 1 win Andrew McCray, Joe Mallon, and Bjorn Wagner. Joe, if I can start with yourself as, as club captain, has it, has it sunk in yet? You know, just how much of a, of a win that was last week? 
It probably hasn't sunk in yet, no, for me anyway, Ian. Um, I don't know, I quite enjoyed after the game, uh, seeing, seeing how much it meant to the younger lads and things like that, just kind of taking a wee bit of your backseat and watching them celebrating. So, um, but it's no, it's no really sunk in as of yet. The more you get to speak to people um, when you're back at work and things like that throughout the rest of the week, you do start to realise how much of an achievement it was um, for, like you say, a, a small club for the, the north of Scotland to go and do that to what is effectively, in my eyes, an SPL team um, who are playing in the championship this year, rightly or wrongly, for whatever reason. Um, but there's no doubt in the, the class they've got international players and things like that. So it was a massive achievement and I thought everybody was brilliant. In terms of the, the reaction to the win, of course, you know, there was a lot of uh, people, you know, rightly so, slagging off hearts. But I think the, the praise has got to go to, to Brora. Andy, what was um, what was it like after the game for yourself? Because you know, you know, Twitter notifications, text messages. I'm sure there was a lot of people getting in touch with yourself, congratulating on yourself and the club on a fantastic victory. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, well, my phone was going mad, like constantly pinging um, messages of folk that haven't even spoke for spoke spoken to in a couple of years anyway. Um, but like, see, I actually can't really remember remember much of like the celebrating in a way because it kind of just went past so fast I remember at the end of the game though Jordan going down on the ground we all ran over to him and then we obviously ran over to the fans and a bit embarrassed to say this but I actually had tears in my eyes like look at Joe laughing man I don't know why yeah I'm just like do you know like you're that happy and you're that busy and I was like I actually turned around to one of the boys like I can't believe I'm actually crying at this this is quite embarrassing but yeah it was as Joe said, it hasn't actually sunk in yet. I don't get will sink in until you look back on it in five, ten years' time and you'll think, gee, whereas we actually went and beat Hearts and knocked them out who were in the final last this season before. But yeah, it was certainly one to remember. I thought you were going to say you were embarrassed about your wee, your wee jig, which I caught, by the way. You had a wee kind of dance where, over where, the enclosure. Uh, I, I didn't, did I? I can't actually remember. I think... Wait, I, was the camera on me? The camera, the camera was on you. So was the the snappers as well, because you're kind of you're kind of going for it. It's like a wee Highland jig you're doing there, just uh, the touchline. I think I was trying to see if cause my girlfriend and that were watching. I didn't know if you had the camera on me or not. So it was a wee dance. But uh, obviously seen it though. So they didn't know where uh, you actually got it though. Bjorn, um, talk to us about your experiences of of last Tuesday night. I think Stephen Mackay said you know, after the game that he wanted to give the players belief. And that's something that you guys had last Tuesday night. You had belief that you could uh, knock hearts out. Yeah, we we have that. We have a strong team. Like, every player in the team is, is confident in themselves and in the team. We know what we are doing. And I think in the Bethlehem Cup as well, we showed, like, a few sides that we, we, we are as a team. We play as a team and nobody for himself. We play together and we showed it again against hearts. And I think... Uh, we play very well, we defend well, and yeah, we came out this as the winner on the end, and I think it means a lot to everybody, even to me as well, even that Hearts not a, a big a big team that I've been growing up with, but in the last two years as well, even I posted on Instagram of the win, and even the boys in Holland know, of course, that's a, a big team over here, and what we have done, and so it's it's huge over there as well. Nobody can believe what we have done. Like a, a fifth, a fifth league side beat a, a Premiership team. What Joe said as well. So it's unbelievable what we did. In terms of the confidence you guys had, I think it summed up in the first couple of minutes on Tuesday night. Was it yourself who? I'm sure you went for a goal just inside the half's half, tried <laughs> to test the goalkeeper out. I mean that that to me suggests that you know you're taking the game to them, but you had confidence. I mean you you know trying it from. Well, just just done just under the halfway line. Yeah, now of course you you need to take uh, the chances you have, and I know it was windy, so I just thought like if I try it and it goes in, you come one up, and you never know what happened that day. And I just hit hit my feet just slide in the ground as well a wee bit, so I didn't hit it good enough to get it over him, but he couldn't catch it clear as well. So it was not a bad attempt, I think, but it wasn't lucky, and we were lucky with the first goal as well. There was a a brilliant goal as well, I think, from Jordan and Andy as well. Mm-hmm. Turned away, so we took our chances and we just hit it in as good as we could. 
Jordan McRae scored the goal, which gave Broder the lead, and then you had the lead until half time. Um, Joe, um, we, we touched on it in commentary actually because the last home game, I didn't, I don't think you had a, a single thing to do against Fruit William in that ten 0 win, mm-hmm. and we said straight after that that you know there's going to be a lot of you know pressure coming your way, and it's it's interesting when we talk about the whole team being heroic, yourself in goals and your back four were were resolute to try and keep hearts at bay? I, I thought we defended brilliant. Uh, the full night, we were throwing bodies in the way. We were getting read deflections. We were getting the rub of the green. I think when you a team of our size and stature, when you go and play a full-time team like that, you need every wee bit of luck, uh, every bounce of the ball to go your way. And I think, kind of fortunately for us, that was what happened on Tuesday night. It got to a point in the second half when I'm sure I spoke to you about this previously when we'd done the podcast. Um, there's, in certain games, you just kind of get a feeling that it's going to be your night. Um, and just the amount of missed chances that Hearts had. We were, like I said, we were getting blocks. We were stopping shots and things like that, just defending really well. Um, you kind of thought, we're in with a chance here if we just keep focus for the last 15, 20-odd minutes. Obviously, it only takes a couple of seconds to score a goal. Uh, especially with a team of that quality, but I thought the, the, the boys in front of me, not just the, the back four, but everybody, you can see the effort they put in during the game, and there was a few tired bodies at the end, even with Tom Kelly, the, probably the fittest guy on the planet, he was going to do me cramp, so it just shows how much effort he put in, and everybody else as well, with how they were feeling at the end of the game, which was great. Quite a, well, quite a, an astonishing result, really. Um, fantastic achievement. Then the post-match celebrations as well. I mean, you, you touched on it there, Andy, you know, some incredible moments. Am I right in saying, I've seen a clip on, on, on social media before, you're normally the one behind the, the decks. Who, who, put uh, the, who, put, who put the tunes on post-match? Because those celebrations have gone viral, haven't they? Um, I was Jordan. I let Jordan uh, take over the songs uh, this time. Um, I am normally on the decks. Actually, the speaker's got decks on them. It's quite handy. Um, but yeah, it was Jordan. Jordan put the song on. I actually thought it was going to put a Rangers song on, to be honest. I was like, you know, oh God, here we go. But um, yeah, I don't think uh, I, I have got another. I've got a video on my phone of that as well. I also got Cami's video, but yeah, I'll probably keep that video on my phone for life now um, and show everyone because yeah, and I don't think in my life. Well, I'll be very surprised if something like that happens ever again. Um, a tier five team beating a tier two team, if if you like, because I don't think it will happen. Yeah, as I say, it was well, an amazing achievement. Um, Bjorn, you said that you know you've had news from Holland um, of people, you know, so obviously news has travelled that far as well. You know, it's a not just a, a Scottish football thing, British football uh, match of the day retweeted it down in England as well to their Twitter account. Um, it's kind of gone worldwide as well, which is which is excellent recognition for for not just the the job that Broda did last Tuesday, but the work that's been going on for the last couple of years. Yeah, it's it's, it's brilliant for Scottish football as well, of course, because they're lower than normally than other countries. But you can see that Scottish football is not that low as other people think in other countries. It's they put hard of work in. As soon as I came here to this country as well, I was struggling in the start. Like it's it's different football, but it's not lower football. It's just you need to work harder. The the pitches are everything is grass, so works a bit more on your on your legs as well. And it's raining all the time, so that gets as well. Like the pitch is getting muddy, and so that's harder to to run. And yeah, I I, I needed a few months to to get to get back get, get my, myself back on it. And I think uh, I'm quite on the level now where I had to be. And even on that night, I know Joe is always telling me as well. So, like, I need to get my fitness level up and always shouting me on trainings and more people as well. But I think that we played quite well. And in Holland as well, like, people posted it, even even Kami's video. I didn't post that online and it came everywhere. Like, it's online, it's everywhere. They, they posted it and, like, it's unbelievable what they did over there because it's never happened before. And even in Holland, you don't see teams, amateur teams, beating the professional teams. and. So it's it's quite big. Yeah, it has gone. It's gone crazy, but at the same time, it's it's brilliant. You know, recognition for the club, the area, and also the league as well. 
Um, we'll turn our attentions now to, of course, the third round. Uh, Brora are at home this weekend to Stranraer. Uh, Joe, I'm assuming that, you know, because of what's happened over the last couple of months with the restrictions, the, the stop of the league as well, just to get back out there and play another game must be a real bonus for you. Aye, it's good. Obviously, you're getting into the Hearts game, you're thinking there's a potential, uh, more of a probability that we're not, that's going to be our last game for the season. Um, obviously, what happened on Tuesday, we've given ourselves an extra week or so, 10 days, with a chance of another game and another carrot dangling in front of us to get through and extend the season even further. So, but it's, it's going to be a hard game. You see it so often, especially in, in British football. Um, smaller teams have a big upset one round and then they can crash and down to earth the next round with a kind of lesser team, so to speak. So it's our responsibility to make sure that doesn't happen and, and make it as difficult an afternoon as we possibly can for Stranraer and hopefully progress into the last 16. Yeah, Andy, the club I've got history with, Stranraer, um, Joe played in that game at Stair Park where Stephen Mackay scored a, a late winner a few years ago. Um, in terms of in terms of playing Stranraer, of course, they're in the they're in League Two, the League Above, if you like. Um, if you were to get up through the, the pyramid system, I'm sure nothing to nothing to to fear because they've had the same amount of game time almost as you, as yourselves. But at the same time, it's it's one game at a time mentality just now for you guys. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, I think we can show that we we are capable of beating teams like that over the years, even though we even played Elgin in a pre-season game. Um, well, in September time, mm-hmm. and uh, we we actually beat them three two, and they're I think they're sitting just below Stranraer. I know it was obviously both our first games, but it shows that we can compete at that level. Uh, and also, I'm just glad it's not away. Um, <laughs> I'm just glad it's not away. Uh, I think they're actually playing Luton. I think they're playing Elgin away tomorrow night or Wednesday and then they're back down the road and then they're back up the road on the Saturday so got a look in it's, we're actually probably going to be favourites for this um, probably for once in the Scottish Cup but yeah it's going to be a lot it's going to be a definitely a hard in a way it'll be a harder game than Hearts it's been more competitive yeah won't be sitting back as much um, but we've just got to take as you say one game at a time and let's move on from then well, Annan Athletic, they made a similar journey to for Martin mm-hmm. uh, last weekend. Of course, for Martin, knocked them out of the cup as well and will take on Motherwell. Um, Stranraer have got a long journey ahead of them on, on Saturday, that's for sure. Bjorn, in terms of, I know that, you know, there's still a, a big game to come on Saturday, but the, the, the carrot dangling in front of your eyes because, you know, the, the further you go, the, the bigger the, the sides or bigger the scalps, whatever way you want to look at it, uh, comes ahead. But, you know, take care of Stranraer and who knows what lies ahead of, of Brora in this competition. Yeah, of course, yeah. I think we first need to focus on Stranraer because that that's a team that you're not beating easily, what Andy said as well. Like, maybe we put us in a favourite position now because we beat Hearts and it's going to be hard because it's a whole different game. Now you're not sitting back the whole game and you need to play football as well. You need to come out more. So it's going to be a hard game. They beat Cardi Heltz, uh What is it? The, the one from the Lowland League yeah, on yeah, yeah. as well, Kelty Hearts. Yeah. Yep. Kelty Hearts, they beat them 3-2 with a pen in the last minute. So it's going to be hard for us as well. I think we need to take it on and just go for it and let's see what happens in the last 16 if we get through. And all the very best to Brora Rangers as they go looking for a place in the fourth round of the Scottish Cup. Now, we heard from the Ross County camp earlier in the podcast. Let's now hear from the Caledonian Stadium. Earlier this week, I caught up with interim manager, Neil McCann. First of all, Neil, well, how are you? First and foremost, it's a, a fine Highland day as we're recording this one with the rain uh, lashing down. Aye, uh, it's, uh, it's the first day I've experienced the Highland weather when it's come to the loss. Uh, but listen, once you're wet, you're wet. Um, so it doesn't really matter. We're on the training ground today. The boys had a few days off to recover. Well deserved. Um, we've had some demands with nine games in a month so uh, we've been on a good one of games and after they're both one at the weekend if it's a luxury a few days off so we're back at it today so although it wasn't nice conditions it's always nice to be on the training field again with the boys 
In terms of the Highlands, Neil, obviously you, you've, your interim manager, um, well, well, John Robertson um, recovers. How are you enjoying the Highlands? I mean, you've been up here a couple of weeks now. How are you adjusting to the area? You're absolutely right, um, especially in the last couple of weeks. You know, it's you mentioned that it's been a really hectic schedule for for the guys so far. But you know, it must please you. You know, seeing the, the work that yourself and the Billy Dodds, Barry Walsh, and Ryan Essen have put in, it's coming to fruition as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll be working really hard. Obviously, I've come in and then we've, we've brought Billy in to join us to make up the quota. Uh, well, Scott and, and John are, uh, are absent, um, and it has been it has been good because we say much. Um, sorry, just one of the boys coming in there. Uh, that is a, uh, it's been great. Uh, and we work hard as a staff. We haven't a great deal of time on the training field because of the amount of games. And it's important to try and find a balance of recovery and training time and getting enough information into them. But the boys have been absolutely brilliant. I can't speak highly of them uh, enough. And uh, as I said, that demand has been not only physically but mentally as well. You have to go again and. There's no, there's been a lot of the boys have not been 100 percent because of the amount of games, but I have to say their attitude and their willingness to work for the club and each other has been superb. And that's why you would you would you would probably think that we're going on a downward scale because of the amount of games, the fatigue and stuff. Mm-hmm. But probably going up, upwards in terms of the demand and from each other. So the results have been brilliant. I have to say, but um, we've got a we've got a massive few weeks coming up ahead for the club. Yeah, you're right. Of course, there's a, a lot of football to be played before the end of the season and now, and a lot of important games to come. The big one this weekend in terms of Friday night is the Highland Derby. Not the same, of course, because supporters aren't allowed to, to get inside the ground. It would have been a, a different occasion uh, come Friday night. But needless to say, uh, about you looking forward to your, your first taste of the Derby. Yeah, I, I, I really am. Yeah, I've played in the three big Derby or four big Derbys here. I've played in the I played Folk at the film with that and there and then I've played in the Dundee Derbies, I've played in the Edinburgh Derbies and of course I've played in the Glasgow Derbies so this is going to be another one for me that I'm looking forward to uh, I'm in, in the dugout side this time around rather than on the pitch so I can't affect it on the pitch but um, yeah, it's a shame that the fans can't be here because having watched enough of these games uh, they're, they're important to the people uh, the relevant people who are involved in them and um, they're no different I know you, the, the numbers are maybe greater elsewhere but the importance is just the same so that's not lost on me I want to, uh, I want to do the very best for them and we'll go up to Dingwall against a side that are, that are scrapped for a life in, in the Premiership but I know Yogi well I know Roy McGregor well uh, that team will be set up to, to give us a difficult game and they'll fancy themselves near the underdogs because we're a championship side but we'll go in there in good form and I'm hoping to uh, progress in the cup We spoke to John Hughes earlier on the podcast and, and John anticipated you know, goals and, and drama he said it'll be a, a really good game for the for the fans to watch from your own point of view as well you, you mentioned there you're going into the game on good form but you've, you've kept you know, you've kept clean sheets at the back four clean sheets in terms of league games um, and, and you've obviously got goals in you as well so it, it, it's shaping up to be a nice uh, uh, attractive game to watch Yeah, um, there's a good balance but I'm sure somebody told me today we'll get the least amount of goals conceded in the championship now that's, that's, a, that's a nice start for the team to have not just defenders and goalkeepers because they've been working really hard uh, as a team to stop the opposition uh, from scoring against us and you're right, we've got four clean sheets in league and we're on the back of um, four straight uh, wins uh, in all competitions so we are going there with a great belief about the squad but we know it's going to be a hard game uh, Ross County has some really good players I've worked under John myself so I know what type of manager he is as well but that being said uh, 
we're going there fully focused to win the game. And yeah, I believe John's right in terms of it should be an attractive game of football. But uh, we're not going there to uh, to just uh, the wide open and uh, and think right, okay, we've just scored more one more goals and you we'll go there and do our work with it good and um and try and put on a really good team performance and as I said, I've got belief in the score that we'll get enough there to go and win the game. Uh, if we're at it 100% then we'll give ourselves a better chance of doing that Neil you were, ab- you were able to add to your squad on Saturday morning it caught everyone out by surprise but what a signing as well getting the, the services of Scott Allen on loan from Hibs how has he been settling into the, the side over the last couple of days? Uh, I agree it's been, you know he only came up on the day of the game so um, I was pleased to get him onto the pitch I was delighted to get him to the club um, and he made an impact at the weekend and he's, he's a good boy, you know Scott Wells and Dundee, I think I've got my relationship with him uh, maybe gave me an advantage to get him here um, and he's, he's slotted into the squad, no, no trouble at all Scott's a really good footballer and I think the boys were delighted to add him to the squad because we know what's going to work out at the, the business end of the season we've got ourselves in a good position within the table now and um, but we know that if we can add to the quality of the group it's just going to make us stronger so yeah, I know we caught a lot of people by surprise uh, I'm not one that's just going to go and shout from the rooftops and, and tell people what I'm doing behind the scenes but I was very thankful to the board that they made finances available not only to billion uh, to the coaching teams who have spoken about mm-hmm. but they add real quality to the playing squad um, so yeah he just beefed up the squad there's another great player within it and uh, as I said to you hopefully that makes us stronger for the running and just finally, Neil, the Scottish Cup is, of course, um, a competition that always has the, the romance attached to it. We've seen in the last you know, week, Broda causing that big upset against Hearts. You, yourself, uh, have won the competition with uh, two clubs as a Hearts player and a Rangers player. In terms of what does the Scottish Cup mean to you? Neil, it's always a pleasure to chat to one of the 1998 Cup winners um, that brought the trophy back to Gorgie. I appreciate your time and all the very best on, on Friday night. Thank you very much. Thank you.